welcome to another episode of the Covenant Community Kids Podcast. My name is Jackie Jones. I'm Genevieve Jones. And our guest today is Rich Mischler. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh, How are you? Hey, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. It's another pretty beautiful good. day, I think. I'm actually in the basement right now, so. <laughs> I think it might be snowing. I mean, it's November, so. Yeah, yeah, it's bound to happen. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah. Have you listened to the podcast? Do you know like our history with community? I know we like grew up. Well, we know, yeah. Families, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have heard of you guys before. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I I have listened to the podcast. Um, I think I've missed the last. I don't actually don't know how many episodes you're up to at this point. I listened up through Chrissy, and I've missed okay. whatever's after Chrissy. Okay, so, I think we've done like three. I don't remember. You're number ten. I don't want to. Oh yeah, number ten. And if yeah. I knew what number Congrats. Chrissy was, then I could figure out how many I've, <laughs> how many I've missed. I mean, we um, should know but, that, and I don't think either of us do. So, no. sorry. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and I'll open Spotify and I'll take a look. It's one of those things. Go. Like I was, I was doing deliveries for work for a little bit, so I was able to turn them on. And actually listen to him while I was going out on deliveries, but I'm not oh, a cool. delivery guy, and so that went away. And so you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah um, I understand. Yeah, and you know, find an hour here and there to be able to listen to the podcast. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. And then once <laughs> once mine comes out, that's really what's I mean, gonna be important. That's yeah, what I'm really gonna want to listen to. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> just have it playing as like ambiance in your house. Like, all the yeah, time. just on a loop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on a loop. Yeah, yeah. yeah there and you then go. I'll go over to my folks' house. I'll turn on their Alexa. I'll be like, hey, play yeah. this. Just Great. on a loop all oh, the time. I'm sure they so will. Good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. It depends on what we talk about we'll today. We'll see how much they love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you were born into community or did you join on your own? Uh, no, I was born into it. We know. <laughs> we know. Yeah. For the listener. Yeah. <laughs> For those those two or three people who don't know who I am and what I right, do. Right, right. Exactly. Cover these little details. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was I was born into it. Um, I am part of what some people um, refer to as like the Vandegrift uh, clan. I don't know if people mm-hmm. outside of our family refer to us that way, but we certainly do because we have we a pretty do. high opinion yeah. of ourselves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we always did. Yeah. Us oh. in the Hall clan. Yeah. 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 If we ever like joined forces, it would just be, be yeah, yeah, unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> uh so yeah, I was part of part of that whole uh that whole family. And uh I think that my folks were even a part of it like before the split because their folks were a part of it. So oh, far right. as I, okay. yeah, cause I'm pretty sure I'm like, I was like third generation, uh, um, member, I guess. Okay. I never went through the whole, like, cause they've got that whole thing where like you do the, the public commitments and everything. And I never, I never got to that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't yeah. yeah. So I, uh, yeah, just so I was born into it, but I left in high school sometime, okay. give or take. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple. Um, 
So did you, um, growing up, kind of feel like everything was cool? <laughs> like, were you happy to be part of it? Or what was early, early childhood? In yeah, early like? childhood, it was all it was all gravy. Like, being yeah. in community and, and going to prayer meetings was generally pretty cool. Um, yeah. And there was always the events and Lord's Days and everything, you know, especially, like, going to different people's houses. You know, you got there's always kids your age to, to hang out with or, and mm -hmm. you know, good food on a Saturday night. You know, I dig it. Yeah. Actually, there was pretty much good food all the time. Um, yeah. My, my mother, yeah, my mother food. was cooking, cooking some good food. Uh, but like Lord's day, they always, always ramped it up a little bit. I think we actually hosted more often than we went to places. Um, okay. That's cool. So we always, we we're always having people over, um, uh, for dinner and Lord's Day. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you guys have talked about Lord's Day. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Know not that have. much, actually. Yeah. But it, now, as you're talking about it, I think our mom used your mom's challah bread recipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's we still make stuff. it all the time. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Like, whether we're doing that or not, like, we'll go over to my mother. Hey, you want to come over for dinner? You want anything special? Matter of fact, I do. If you could whip yes. up some of that, uh, some of that Lord's Day bread that I don't get anymore. Right, uh, right. Also, the fact that like when I started making friends who were Jewish, and and I was like, oh, you mean Lord's Day bread? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, how, how, what? It's challah. Yeah, it's the braided, and you do the thing yeah. like, like yeah. no, no, that's yeah. like my mother invented that. I don't know what you people are talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you had mentioned in the in like an email before we started recording that community was referred to by a different name at first that you remember. Oh, the, like the, our our local um, yeah. chapter. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so Washtenaw Covenant Community. Is, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So I grew up yeah. in Washtenaw Covenant Community, uh, which <laughs> is the Ann Arbor branch of sort of the spirit. Right? Is that what the yeah. whole big thing is? Yeah. I, I, I could never remember. Um, but yeah, so we were WCC, Washtenaw Covenant Community. That's right, yeah. Um, I remember uh, I was told a story one time. Somebody who was outside of, of Washtenaw Covenant Community thought it was washed in awe Covenant Community. Oh. And <laughs> yeah. Missed opportunity. Yeah, and it was yeah, just like, really? you know what? Let's just go with that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And then That's they changed, so like, I think they changed right around the time I was exiting. So I don't even like, for me, it's still hard to think of it as word of life, word of life. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, I think that that checks out. So I think I was like, in high school or going into high school around that time. I remember the change. So yeah, yeah. like I might have even been gone because if I yeah. left and 2001, 02, something like that. Because okay, I would have, yeah, yeah I would have right graduated. I would have graduated high school in 02. I say I would have graduated because I didn't graduate high school. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of like a, a a year that I can look at, and be like, okay, that's when I would have graduated, and that's when high school, and so it was before yeah. before then. I yeah. Think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was six. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, wait. So I don't even remember when it was called Washington Covenant Community. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. 
I'm uh, still really good friends with your little brother, Simon. With Simon? Yeah. 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 We, uh, yeah, we're uh, the same age. Our families do kind of have like a, like some of us line up in that kind of age bracket because mm-hmm. me and Leah are in the same, uh, same grade. Yeah, Sam and I yeah. were in the same grade too. Yeah. There you go. I actually have some good and... stories about Sam. Yeah. 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 Awesome. When I um, yeah, if you want to hear it, I uh, Dude. yeah. So I went to he and I went to Huron Valley together, um, and then. You know, I was homeschooled for a while, and then I went to Ipsy High, and he was already there and had been there for a couple of years. And we had, like, a web, web design class together or something, <laughs> like some stupid class. And there was this kid in there who was always picking on me and just, like, messing with me all the time. And one day, Sam stood up in class, and he was like, you need to stop messing with her. This girl is like my sister, and I swear to God, like how beat you. I was like, "Thank you." That's awesome. <laughs> and he didn't mess with me anymore. Yeah, so I feel like Sam and I were never like, like we we're friends, and we, you know, we were like we grew up together. And it, but it was like, yeah, if anyone messed with one of us, we would both be like, no, no, <laughs> even if we didn't like hang out all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good memory. That's very cool. I didn't realize that 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 yeah. you guys were the same age. Like I knew, like me and yeah. uh, Leah, you and Simon. And I didn't know where where you fell into that. Um, and yeah. I think Janet and Bernadette yeah. might be of an age. Yeah, yeah that's right. Are. Yep, yeah. they were in the same grade so, too. Yep. Yeah. So early childhood was pretty cool. Lord's Day bread is delicious. And then getting that's older, bad. how did that sort of begin to turn? It's hard to tell um, when, like, I kind of was like, nope, done. Because yeah. um, it seemed like it was a really gradual thing. And it wasn't all just community. Like, because I grew right. up as part of community. I was part of Christ the King, mm-hmm. um, which I've heard mentioned. <laughs> so, yeah. like, all of these, a lot of these episodes that I listened to is a lot of people talking about community and Christ the King and Huron Valley and... Yeah. Gabriel Shard. Oh, yeah, Gabriel Shard, just all of that. I did never made it to Gabriel Shard. Yeah. Shucks. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> oh man. It actually the thing is though, at the time when like it was decided that where we would end up going to high school and I didn't get to go to a shard, that was kinda like for me, it was like, oh man, like that's a bummer because like my friends from mm-hmm. HBS were going. I had cousins yeah. there already. So it was kind of a thing where True. like yeah. hmm. at the time it was kind of like a bummer not to go to Gabriel Richard. Looking yeah. back, I'm okay with it. And I think yeah. like <laughs> after a couple of years in high school, it's like, okay, that was fine. That was a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was part of that whole thing. I didn't even realize how interconnected all of it was um, yeah. until I actually started listening to the podcast. I didn't realize that like HVS and Christ the King kind of came out of, of the whole community thing. Yeah. Um, but I guess like looking back, there's a lot of things now looking back, yeah. um, uh, life team at Christ the King was a lot of people from the other community, um, <laughs> yeah. after, after the split at which I didn't realize. Um, right. Right. Yeah. You yeah. just said life team and my, it was like, <laughs> Oh yep. That's a whole yeah. <laughs> universe we haven't touched on yet. Like, Oh great. Now there's more stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a podcast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. I never got 
deep into the life team thing. Um, yeah. Actually, I didn't get into it at all. It was just like if I had to go to mass and that was the only one left in the weekend, like, I guess I'm going to go to life yeah, team. Yeah, like late yeah. night Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they always did weird stuff. They had like extra yeah. things and it was just like, I, I would just, and I'm just, I'm just here. I'm not a part mm-hmm. of this whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Which is coming from somebody growing up in community in the Catholic church and thinking that yeah. what they're doing is weird. Um, I right. don't know if that says more about them or me, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was weird literally going there and seeing people from HVS that I knew. And I didn't realize that they were also a part of community, but on the other side after the split yeah. and, yeah. and then being a part of Christ the King and life teen and how it was all intermingled. It's just like, Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just thought that we did our thing and other people were going to go to hell or something. I don't know. Because they didn't uh, do what we did. Yeah. Do you remember, like, what, like, from your experience, the split was like in terms of the things that people were arguing about or disagreeing on? No. I think that I was alive. I don't remember when the split was. It was in, like, ninety. Yeah, so I was like, I was six. So you didn't like, talk with people yeah. about the split. You just you, knew about it. No, I uh, I didn't even realize any there was a split. Like, I'm sure we were part of community. My parents probably know more about it because um, they would have been mm-hmm. living through it. Um, but not me. Uh, as far as I know, we were yeah. just sort of the spirit washed on coming to community. We had our like five communities in Michigan, and we would have, and that was it, really. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until later I started hearing stuff about the split. You know, you get a little mm-hmm. older and like some of the adults will talk about it or they'll be like, you go to retreats and stuff and and there's mm-hmm. references to it, but I wasn't, I was going to say I wasn't alive enough, but I wasn't old enough. There we go. Um, <laughs> I wasn't uh, old enough to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah, that's an important distinction that it was the kind of thing that was like serious enough that it was something you learned about as you got older. It wasn't like something talked about with little kids. Yeah. You know? It was like a very heavy thing. Um, and then it's interesting that you mentioned too the awareness that sort of developed of like, oh, there's this thing called word of God that's in the yeah. same area. That's like exactly what we do. But for some reason, it's like very separate and I didn't even know it's there. And so I went to life teen or whatever. Um, cause I had the same experience. I remember one time there was like a unity prayer meeting where they had word of God and sort of spirit have a prayer meeting all together no at, um, yeah, at like Knox Presbyterian in Celine or something. And there were so many people and there were people that I like went here on Valley with and with, yeah. and I was like, I had no idea you were also part of this, but separate for some reason. And that kind of actually says something about how bad the split was that the fact that right. we're all going to school together and maybe even church right. together. And I had no idea no that idea. they're actually part of a community. Mm-hmm. Like how mm-hmm. bad does it have to be? You know? Yeah, I wonder if our parents' generation even realizes that. That, like, we were, like... That the fallout like, extends past just the people yeah. who are involved, like, their kids. Like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Like, if you're, right. you know, like, looking back now, we could see all of this. But at mm-hmm. the time, it didn't, I guess it didn't affect me. But yeah. who knows, who knows no. the difference yeah. it could have made, like, knowing that all of these other people 
that I was going yeah. to school with could also like we could have talked about that kind of thing. There could, could have been a lot this. more. Yeah. yeah. And who yeah. knows if there could have been some sort of fix or some kind of bringing together, like you said, the unity prayer meeting, like if that had actually yeah. like turned yeah. into something more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Knox Presbyterian, Knox Presbyterian. That's where mm-hmm. we were having prayer meetings when I yep. kind of started leaving. So okay. I remember being yep. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because for a while it was like, oh, where were we before that? In Ann Arbor somewhere. Oh, there was a lot of places. I remember there was Forsyth. Um, yep. I, this is going way oh, back. Oh, yep. Yep. They had, I like, remember a little, the chairs. <laughs> yeah, the chairs. <laughs> I remember they had like a gym that like they would, mm-hmm. they would go off and they had like ropes hanging down. You could do the rope climbing thing. Yeah, and, that's right. And, like blue mats on the ground. So if you fell, that you know, so you would cool. only like bruise yourself a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. that's back in the, this is going back, man. Um, mm-hmm. Calvary Presbyterian, I think was another place we had prayer meetings. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cause we would yep. meet like in the church area in there. Um, yep. And there was, we did a, a a play one year, and I think we put it on at Forsyth, and we had rehearsals at the Calvary Presbyterian. It was the <laughs> all right, so it was Pink Floyd music, and it was like going through like like they would do like the creation story, and then like Adam and Eve getting tempted, and like I would. Oh my god, my. my brain is exploding i remember this yeah, yeah it's all, is it coming back like i remember i was the dude Whoa. who like did like the drunk driving thing and i like yes. tempted adam with like yes. like a beer or something like that i did like, not realize that was to pink floyd that's hysterical yeah oh my it's God. it's like to dark side of the moon is what yeah. like the whole soundtrack yes. and so i don't remember what they called the play but yeah, the whole That's thing was like so to funny. dark side of the yeah, moon. Yeah, all the way from like creation to like yeah. Yeah, yep, I remember this. That sounds like Pine Hill summer camp. Uh, yeah, they would always be put in on those skits. Super like, trippy. Super yeah. trippy. Super intense. <laughs> like, really emotionally heavy. Yeah. And no wonder like, everyone's like passing out and speaking in tongues. Right. <laughs> wild. Bro, listen to Floyd, man, and get yeah. all, like, existential. Just in a trance. Bye. Bunch of hippies. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It did start back in, what, the 60s, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was so Ed Conlon was the one that put it on. Like, he, like, was running okay. the thing. Okay. Not that that mad. Now I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, my brain is, like, going back and going back <laughs> you know so there yeah. were it's kind of interesting like thinking about all the different places that we've kind of gone through and having prayer meetings um mm-hmm. coming up through the time i think we might have even done it at the spiritus sanctus um gym i think so a couple yeah. times either that or i'm thinking bit. of christ the king doing church there one of the two right. maybe both i was thinking of the barn the christ the yeah king barn. that that's spiritus sanctus yeah oh yeah Christ the King's interesting too like because I remember mm-hmm. going out to Domino's Farms in that just little room in the back of one of the lobbies the uh, for 430 chapel. Mass and uh, it doing that forever mm-hmm. um, before they got their own church yeah um, yeah so were you ever religious or were you kind of just like enjoying the community aspect of yeah. it? Yeah, 
Uh, no, yeah, I would totally. I was, I was, I was about it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was definitely like, um, you know, I didn't. I was praying, and I was, you know, put your hands up, sing the songs, really get into it. Um, I, uh, I went to summer camp. I won the sword of the Lord at summer camp. Oh, wow. Yeah, Ooh, so wow. I know. Yeah. That is a big deal. <laughs> I think we've talked about that award actually, but if yeah. you want to explain what that is, that uh, it just means you're the best, cool. really. Basically, um, yeah. because the that's that's yeah. They're like mm-hmm. you know every year they pick the best kid. Sorry, the best boy. <laughs> um, I'm sure that there's like a whole a whole explanation that they have as far as like this is for the 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 boy that exemplifies our way of life and our morals and everything in this and he yeah and i think a lot of it also just has to do with like who over the course of the four years has kind of shown a lot of growth and and you know mm-hmm. coming into like a leadership role kind of thing and mm-hmm. uh like at one point so i was what was summer camp was that third fourth fifth and sixth grades yep yep so yeah, so and it's after like after sixth grade and after third grade, so the summer yep. after each of those years. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my sixth grade year, they took like a group of us into like a room. They're like, "All right, you guys are like our kind of contenders for the sword of the Lord. You're all our our top guys, and we just want to let you know that this is, uh, you know, so we're we're looking at you guys to be like our leaders and step it up and be, you know, be the good Christian men that we expect you to be. And uh, it was like me and a bunch of dudes from Lansing. So, yeah, (laughs) which kind of seems like par for the course. Lansing was the I was going to say, yeah, yeah. when an Ann Arbor kid won, it was like, oh, that must be a really good. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it was a shock to a lot of people. I was like Mr. Underdog. Uh, At least that's the way I look at it now. Um, Yeah. And honestly, though, like it was weird, like even even up into high school, there were sometimes I was getting comments about like, you know, from some of those guys like uh, Mr. Sword of the Lord over here had to go and do like, yeah, <laughs> so all right. Now it's kind of uh, held against you. Yeah, because I like did a thing like it was one of our like big like. Was it like a Wednesday night prayer meeting or a Thursday night prayer meeting? Yeah. It was like a big one. Just mm-hmm. it was the guys' prayer meeting, and I went and I did like a you know a nice a word that was very mm-hmm. inspiring, and that was one of the things that like was kind of like the dude was like, oh, you gave that good word and you did that thing and you got sword of the Lord. It was like, yeah, all right. So it was just it was kind of weird that like up into high school, it was kind of like. I don't know. Being like people were people are being shitty about, about it. it. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. That's I mean, totally those awards was, were held in such high esteem. Like I remember, I only went to Worker Price Camp twice, um, but both years I was really attached to the idea of winning the rose. I forget the rose what or Sharon. 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 Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I put so much weight on it, like, and I didn't win. I know. I, I was devastated. It was. Devastated. Devastated. Yes. I've kind of held this story back so far, but it seems like it's time. 
Um, I so my sixth grade year at camp, I was, according to my sister, who was a counselor, um, like one of the people being considered for the roles of Sharon. I don't know if at some point they stopped telling people that, or because I don't remember being like pulled into a room or anything. It was like hearing it from my sister later, but. The last night at camp, <laughs> there was, like, another camper who I had a crush on the whole week. And, like, he had a crush on me, and he told his counselor, and I told my – they talked, whatever. It was, like, sixth-grade crush. And during the, like, Waltzing with Bears song, he asked me to dance with him. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so, like, we danced. And then, um, apparently, he was also up for the Sword of the Lord neither of us won because of that and the director of the camp made our counselors apologize to each of us for like encouraging a non-brotherly sisterly relationship (laughs) so that's that's my story of you know what it what it meant to win those awards and also i think it speaks a lot to uh how seriously they took the like you know even just having a really innocent crush at that age was like a yeah. year hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you are obviously not the kind of person that we thought you were because right. you have a crush on someone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you dared to <laughs> waltz <laughs> in front of the whole game. <laughs> yeah. It must have been so, a pretty risque waltz if that was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may or may not have been two instead of three feet away from each other. <laughs> there was no room. <laughs> <laughs> no room for Jesus. Oh my God, we were twelve. It's yeah. So weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's obviously like it's still a thing. Like it's still in my head too. Like the fact yeah. that I that yeah. I won and it was a big thing, and yeah. that it that it was held against me. You know, up in yeah. high school, yeah. Yeah. Uh, these things that that happen. So yeah, like it gets gets driven pretty hard uh, into you. Like how important these kinds of things are. Did you experience that outside of summer camps also, like at prayer meetings or in social circles? As far as people thinking I'm the best or having people be? (laughs) Uh, I guess like having those expectations, maybe not on awards, but uh, like in different areas of like community rules. There was uh, talking about like, like pressures and, and expectations there were different uh things like they would have like leadership training and stuff like that and there were a couple yeah. of times you'd have to like be you'd be like hey we, we noticed that you're the kind of like a leader type person and we want you to come and do this thing um there was one out of like island lake road that uh mm. that we went to actually i think that one of your siblings was there too at that yeah, one. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> uh, so, um, and it's the same like going on mission trips and stuff too. Like they expect. Yeah. I I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but I always like I did have that kind of thing. Like, hey, like if you're not if you're not behaving properly or the way they think, it's like, hey, we expect you to be. You know, we look at you as like a leadership type person. We want you to step up and be that kind of person. And what you're doing isn't leadership quality stuff. Hmm. Um, so, like, I don't know if they just say say that to everyone, um, like the, how they have expectations for everyone, or if uh, I don't know. 
I was, were I these, was special. Um, were these like male only groups? Not, um, not necessarily. Um, okay. Because like there were definitely plenty of, of men's only um, things. Like I did the, the ultimate trip. When I was in like seventh grade. So they did a lot of these. So they did a lot of these branding trips. Right. And I never got to go on a branding trip because they would take a group of guys who go out to this ranch in Nebraska and spend a week branding cows. Tony did that. Uh, he sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I think my little brother did too. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I never did that. But they did this one year organized what they called the ultimate trip. And it was a bunch of guys. Uh, junior high i think like i said i was in seventh grade and loaded us up on a few vans and we drove out to, we actually stopped at that ranch and they put us mm. to work for a couple of days there and then we stopped and we stopped in mount rushmore i think we ended up mm. in like wyoming or something and we did like a hiking trip and then we camped like like serious camping like like you got to go dig a hole if you got to use the bathroom kind of camping uh, and we were out there for like for a few days, and it rained. Wow! So that wasn't fun. Yeah, uh, to like make your own shelter. We got to bring tents, so okay. yeah, they allowed us to bring tents. <laughs> uh, but we had to bring like everything else. You had to have all your pots and pans, and I think I don't remember if we had to bring food or if they had like a communal food. But those definitely like the the expectation that we would be fishing first for some mm-hmm. of our food. Uh, and I gotta say that was pretty miserable. I was not happy. In in, in seventh yeah. grade, I was not all about the hiking and camping no. life. Yeah, um, I was like, I was the kid that like everybody else was to the campsite and set up for like two hours by the time I walked in because I was just not. Uh, yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, I, I was not in in hiking shape, shall we say? Uh, not that I am now, but <laughs> at the time I wasn't either. <laughs> Um, so I did, I did, I did that. And, um, none of the mission trips I went on actually did only just did only one or two. So I went to Monterey. I did that mission trip at least once. Wow. How was that? Uh, it was, it was fun. I think actually, mm-hmm. um, it was really hot mm-hmm. and we were painting. We spent like two weeks painting a, a monastery or something. I don't know. That's okay. pretty much what we did, I think. And like they had other, <laughs> they had a group of like Mexican community kids that was with us mm-hmm. too, and mm-hmm. we were all supposed to hang out and be friends, but for some reason we weren't. Hmm. It was like just a constant rivalry between them and us. <clears throat> at least, at least as far as the guys go, I don't know how the I don't know how the girls did. Yeah, but it was just like, uh, yeah, like there was just a constant rivalry between us. Um, I have no idea why. It's probably just because we're all just high school dudes and we didn't know each other. And so we got to be like, right. Exactly. I was going to say, yeah, like all the male upbringing was pretty like, gotta be macho, gotta be self-sufficient, gotta be the leader. I mean, that's like, yeah, that's, you know. Yeah. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of that. That's, um, problematic, and obviously they don't see it that way. They think that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, but for those of us that live in the real world, we have to 
Um, it's actually a, a constant issue for me. Like growing up, you know, you taught you be a man, do manly things a manly way, and that's you know, that's just what it is. And it's still just dug in so deep in my head that um, it's hard to. It's gotten easier now, but mm-hmm. throughout like high school and in my twenties, um, it's very hard to 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 break past like gender norms. Uh, yeah. as, as far as they can see them, they being you know like uh, the community life and the church life and all of that. Yeah, um, it wasn't until I get into like my thirties and start to like kind of expand my my circles into people who are not like me (laughs) or like the way I was growing up. Um, And you realize that there's, there's a whole big world out there. Mm -hmm. It's not just the community. Uh, It probably, so it actually probably started in, in high school really, which is why I left in high school. But like I kind of, after I got out of high school, I kind of regressed because I joined, I got to hanging out with another group of people who are also very manly men and we are men and we do this this way. And this mm-hmm. is because we're men. Um, it's just a very macho masculine kind of group that I was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever I would have learned in high school, immediately I backtracked. And then um, mm-hmm. later in my late twenties, early thirties, I started to finally kind of move forward. But it's still hard to, you know, just get all of that cleaned out of your dome. And, yeah. You know. Because, you know, yeah, it's also the world. Like, it's not just community. Like, the yeah. world is feeding men that too, you know. It's coming from all directions. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. So, yeah, I can't just blame community for it. It's, <laughs> uh, at at uh, the place I work, the some of the people I work with, they listen to sports talk radio mm-hmm. all day. So I get to hear like <laughs> eight hours of sports talk radio. Actually, I put my oh, headphones on. Like boy. I walk in in the morning, I put on my headphones. Like I've got yeah. these, these headphones are like the bone <laughs> conduction. So I can still kind of, if somebody oh, needs to nice. get a hold of me, they can. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, and I'd be like, all right, let me pause this. Yeah. But between the sports talk radio on one end and country music radio on the other end. Oh, boy. Not cool. <laughs> But oh, with man. being sports talk radio, they have a lot of commercials for stuff, and it's all like if you're a man and you join manly things, and we do manly products for manly men. <laughs> do what? <Yeah. laughs> and it's just kind of thing, and it's just like any product that that drops those lines. It's just like nope, not, yeah. not interested. Like yeah. whether I fit your definition of a manly man or not, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and that's the kind of thing that they just will constantly shove down your throat and yeah. people eat it up and it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing that I remember from high school, like not, this doesn't have to do with like, um, the divide between men and women. It's mostly like the introduction of like, Hey, the world is a little different than what you've been taught. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in 10th grade. And I was in an English class. I went to WTMC starting in 10th okay, grade. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the teacher had, had told us to write down something like it was like one of the first days of class. So it was like a get to know you kind of thing. It's like, 
write down a time when you might have been tempted to do something or you gave into a temptation or something, something or another, or I don't know. So I wrote about a time when I was hanging out with some friends and, uh, and like the one, one guy friend, he wanted me to hang out with this girl and he was hanging out with the other girl. And I was supposed to like, you know, go off and do stuff with this girl so he could go off and do stuff with this girl. And I was like, that's not what I do. And I found out later that he got to know her really well, if you know what I mean, you know, like, <laughs> whoa. And it was like, yeah. that whole bent was how, like, it was like, that's not cool. You shouldn't have done that because, mm. you know, you got to stay just and right and pure and all of this. So I had this all written down. And, like, the teacher was asking people to volunteer to read their things. And um, another guy was sharing his story, which was about how he was at a party. And he was like, I really, I'm not going to hook up with this girl because I'm trying to just be cool and I don't want to mess things up with her. And, uh, but then she was in pajamas and I'm a sucker for a girl in pajamas. You know what I mean? <laughs> so long story short, we did the thing and everybody laughed and they thought that was an awesome story. And I was just like, Whoa. okay, I'm not going to read my story. Then I see how, how things are yeah, in like a different kind of situation. So mm-hmm. it was just like one of those kind of like, so people do do things like that. Like, they, right. um, and it's not something that's like silenced or like, oh, how dare you? Or like, yeah. shamed. Like, it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody was like, okay with it. Um, yeah. And wow. so it was just kind of like one of those, like, it's, I don't know if it was a wake up call or a reality check or something, but it was definitely like, uh, like it tickled something in my brain that like maybe mm-hmm. the way I was raised isn't the only way that people live their lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. TMC was actually really good for that. It yeah. Was... I bet. Yeah. I felt that way going to Ipsy high even, you know, it was like, Oh, this is, there are a lot of different <laughs> kinds of people in the world. Um, was that like, um, I mean, it sounds like, you know, you still remember that. Sounds like that was kind of a turning point. Yeah. It seems like such a little thing, but I think it was like a start. I don't think it was Mm -hmm. the start of me like wanting to not be a part of community or anything, because I think that had Mm -hmm. kind of started. I might have started around the same time, but I don't think that dude sharing his story about hooking up the girl in pajamas. was like the most. Yeah. (laughs) Like that wasn't like like my turning point to like, ah, fuck the church. Like, (laughs) it wasn't just a one and then there. Um, Yeah. It was yeah. just one of those, it was just kind of like, uh, yeah, for some reason I remember that as being um, an introduction to um, a different kind of life that like yeah. that people live. Because up until that point, I had done, I started going to HVS in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, we, moved to, we moved to Canada when I was in eighth grade. I lived in Canada oh, for yeah. a year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, even then, that. I still went to Catholic schools. Um, okay. And then I finished out my ninth grade at Huron, uh, mm-hmm. Huron High School. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it was just like like half, a, not even half a year there. So I wasn't really, you know, like I didn't really get to know many people, and I didn't. There wasn't a whole lot of interaction with people. And then I went to TMC, and TMC just mm-hmm. kind of like that's where like that happened, and um, yeah, you start to, and then you're going to like taking college classes, so. There's a whole, yeah. that, that's a whole other level of like at 14 years old in classes yeah. with college folks. Yep. 
Yeah, that was something I always found really interesting that a lot of like community and Christ the King kids ended up going to TMC as as if it were this kind of like, well, you homeschool or you go to TMC. And it was like, TMC is like, I mean, all of a sudden you're (laughs) in college classes as a 14-year-old. Like, I don't understand how those were presented as like parallel options. And then Ipsy High or other public schools were not. Yeah, no, that was like, it was, I remember someone telling me when I told them I was going to start going to Ipsy High, they were like, you're going to have to like carry a knife with you all the time. (laughs) I was like, okay, actually I'm on the swim team and it seems pretty cool. (laughs) Well, that's like going, like going to HVS and then in, in Ipsy, it was like, you, like you heard heard about East middle school and West middle school. And those are the public middle schools. And if you go there, like you can get shanked and like walking down the hallway i don't know Mm -hmm. if that was the case or not like but that was what people were saying you know how it was talked about for sure yeah like there's just gang members roving the hallways of this middle school yeah Yeah. which i mean there there were there that's a real thing but um i don't think it was quite as yeah i i don't think i would have had to go there and fear for my life right yeah constant yeah and i think that's kind of a big theme and community is this like fear driven mentality where it's like yeah there's danger in the world there's danger everywhere it doesn't mean you have to like walk around with a knife or a gun or constantly yes. on guard that's like just constantly have the bible just like in front of you to protect you from the world yeah um, yeah so was the uh, kind of talking about how the fear driven aspect of community was instilled did you experience any of that or any uncomfortability kind of learning more about the world and transitioning out of that or was it pretty like once you hit tmc and got a couple of those experiences it was kind of snowballed well it was i think that once once i started down a particular path it was just gonna it was just go like there was it wasn't there wasn't much stopping me um I suppose it, it did take a little bit. Um, like my first year there, like I had that one with the, the dude with the story. I mean, which wasn't, didn't, wasn't like a, a fearful thing. It was just kind of eye opening. Right. Um, but my first year there, I was still being fairly good. Like I wasn't getting into anything. I wasn't trying, you know, uh, to, skip class or anything like that or go do drugs and, and all of the other stuff um, at first. It might have actually been like the summer in between 10th and 11th grade um, is when things kind of started and then I started 11th grade and that's when I kind of went. I couldn't tell you what it was that changed. All right, I will say just like the things that like when I started, there was no peer pressure for me to do anything like to do drugs or start drinking or anything. It was offered to me. And I, yes, like it wasn't like, Hey man, try this weed, try this weed. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't like trying to be like, no, it was like, Hey man, you want to smoke? Well, yes, yes, I do. Hey man, you want (laughs) to drink? Well, yes, yes, I do. Like I will, I will Mm -hmm. do that. Uh, of being, I mean, we were raised like, don't do that. Like, drugs and alcohol are bad. Stay away. Just say no. Right. right. Um, and as soon as it was presented to me, yes, I will absolutely do that. But I couldn't tell you why, why it changed or when. 
Yeah. But at some point in my head, it was just like, no, like if this opportunity comes up, I will take it. And yeah. the opportunity came up. Um, that's one of the things. Like earlier, I said, like I, I didn't want to put any thought or anything into what I wanted to say or talk about during the interview. Mm -hmm. I figured you guys would have questions anyway. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but that was one of the things that I tried to think about was when, when was the switch, like, or yeah. what might have caused the switch? Because I can tell you that, like, there were crossroads retreats and yes retreats, which were high school age, where I was. About it, like I was in it, you know. I'm at the mm -hmm. prayer meeting. I'm raising my hands. I'm going up to the microphone to share words. Like I'm doing it, you know. You go to the the community prayer meeting afterwards. You stand up and talk about what happened, you know, and like all of mm -hmm. these things. Mm -hmm. Um, but then at some point in high school, I was lost. I lost interest. I wasn't. I, yeah. I wasn't wanting to be a part of that anymore. Um, yeah. Maybe it was my exposure to a greater world mm -hmm. maybe I, I i don't know and that's one of the things that i really i would like to know yeah um, uh but I, there's not going to be any one instance uh no. where that i can pinpoint to be like that was that was the turning point because there, there there just isn't yeah i'm sure it's different for everybody too you know but yeah i think like in my experience i remember kind of having like a you know again not a single instance but sort of a mind frame shift of like like what you said it's not like I ever experienced a ton of peer pressure to like smoke weed or drink or do any of that and that sort of to me that was what made me realize like oh the peer pressure I experience is in this community yeah. that's where I get it is yeah. this like intense pressure to be this way and to do these things and to be this person and it was almost like in the outside world, people just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, do you, you want to drink? If not, themselves. that's cool. We'll hang yeah. out still. You know, yeah. like, and I was like, <laughs> it was such a relief almost. And it made it feel like, oh, I can do this and that's okay. Or I cannot and that's okay. You know, it was yeah. like almost like the absence of peer pressure for the first time. And that's, that's actually kind of, I think, a lot of what it is, is yeah. um, the way that I was treated by people in the community or in the church. And I, I, I know that I was treated like shit by like, at least my peers and mm -hmm. um, the way, like it was almost bullying and, yeah. and there are definite like clicks and it's very much yeah. like, Hey, you're not this. we're doing this right. You're not, and you're not a yeah. part of what we're doing. And, there was just there, there was a lot of it. Just seemed like these people who are supposed to be, you know, good good people, mm -hmm. are kind of assholes. Yeah. And uh, and some of these other people I'm meeting out in the world who who aren't, you know, they're not necessarily Christians, but they seem like better people to me. And that's that actually continues to be one of the issues I have with Christianity and the Catholic Church and and all mm -hmm. of this is it just seems to me like that's a group of people that are assholes and they bully people and they treat other people who are different like shit. And, yeah. and I don't, uh, I don't hold with that anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. I have, I have met people uh, who are um, 
decidedly non-Christian, whether they're atheists or pagans or some other religion, and they're mm-hmm. so much nicer and accepting of of other people than these apparent godly yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, so I've had I've had people be like, "Oh, we'd love to see you come back to the community. We'd love to see you come back to the church." Like, yeah. no, yeah, that's that's not going to happen because you're 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 very they they teach like first of all, there's no way to heaven except through Jesus. Like, go fuck yourself. There's a lot of paths to paradise, and even if mm-hmm. you believe in uh, whatever comes after, whether it's some sort of paradise or damnation or anything, like. Like there's there's a lot of ways to get there. Like your your mm-hmm. God and your Jesus doesn't have the monopoly on that. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that they try to teach how just because somebody uh, thinks different or looks different or has a different sexual orientation or anything, uh, mm-hmm. and then because of that they deserve to die and burn in hell. Um, anyone who doesn't yeah. believe what they believe is just going to go to hell. I there there are people, good Christian folk. Actually, who are decent people? Like, they're good people that yeah. I hold high esteem. You talk to them about how, like, hey, you've got these Muslim friends over here, and they're really good people, too. Like, what about them? They're like, yeah, unfortunately, we won't be able to see them in the afterlife because they're going to burn in hell. Hopefully, I pray to God that they convert and come to Jesus. Uh, but if they don't, they're going to go to hell. Like, why would you want to follow that religion? Why would you want to yeah. be a part of that? Like, uh, your, your God says that my brother... Uh, sorry, Simon, if I'm going to put you on blast here, my brother and his husband are going to be going to hell because they're yeah. gay. Like, go fuck yourself. There's no way I'm going to be a part of that religion at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. and even if they were to, the Catholic Church would have changed their teachings. You have spent two thousand years proclaiming this. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really mm-hmm. care anymore what the what you have to say. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, according to the Catholic Church. My brother will go to hell. I will go to hell. Most of my friends will go to hell. Um, and we're all going to be burning in, in damnation and hellfire for all of eternity. That's another thing. All of eternity? Like, like, oh, hey, so you you fucked up and you had sex before you went uh, before you had marriage. So uh, yeah. you're going to just burn in hell forever for all of eternity. There's no... No, no uh, forgiveness from this uh, from this right, right. forgiving, loving God. He's just going to decide, like, no, ever you just go to hell. Um, mm-hmm. No, uh, anything, anything, anything that comes out of that religion is garbage, as far as I'm concerned. I remember having a similar discussion with somebody once, and I was like, I just feel like our definitions of love are different. Like our definitions of what it means to love somebody is different and I see it as like supporting and learning who that person is how they are what they like what they don't like what they need and all of those things will be different from mine and like trying to love them as they want to be loved and like how they will feel respected and cared for and it's not whatever my definition of how I think it is best to be loved you know yeah and that's the difference like they have this idea like we're right our way is the only way everybody else is wrong mm-hmm. like no no you have a way that you think and good for you mm-hmm. you yeah. you do what you do homie mm-hmm. but that's not what i think and it's not up to you to tell me what i what i how i can live my life right. yeah and, for uh, sure there's there's so many people talking about like uh, like even just uh say pagans in the pagan community mm-hmm. 
um, there are so many different forms of pagan religions, and mm-hmm. the vast majority of them are like, like, hey, so this is what I believe. Oh, that's what you believe? Cool. You believe something different? That's awesome too. Tell me about what you believe. That's yeah. amazing. And uh, like I've been at at these kind of events, these conventions or or um, or other other type of events where there's like entire workshops. Uh, the people will teach classes about their particular faith and religion and their calling, mm-hmm. their path, whatever it may be. And people from all other different kinds of faiths will come to that class and listen because they're interested because it's so cool. Um, That's and cool. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And <laughs> some of the only people I've heard that have come to that events who thought that they felt like they weren't really being heard were Christians. So, you know, yeah. not really yeah. care much about what they have to say. Um, yeah. Too yeah. many so that's and that's the thing like why would i go back to to an organization that that is so judgmental and self-righteous um and yeah. hateful when i have had this experience with these other communities that i've been a part of yeah um there's i, I just don't understand it why yeah why they yeah. have to be that way yeah for sure and i think a lot of it stems back to the foundational belief that yeah, if you don't follow these rules, then you go to hell forever. It's like fear. you can it's fear and you can claim as much as you want that like you're not judging people and that you want the best for them and that you're just trying to love them. But like if you believe that they're going to burn in hell forever for the way they're living, you you are judging like there's yeah. no way to not yeah. Yeah. to do that and not be judging. And it's just yeah, I don't know. It's judge it's not lest you be judged. Yeah. Unless you're a Christian, then it's okay. Then you can judge right. everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it just yeah. seems full of hate and hypocrisy, and I'd rather not live my life that way. So, yeah. You yeah. can tell you. <laughs> obviously, I've got a little bit of anger about this thing. Like, got some feelings, but it's okay. I like I don't have like a like a hatred for just for people who are different than me, and it's yeah. just. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You, why is sex such a big thing for for that like whether it's having sex or being a different uh uh, having a different sexuality or a different gender and it's just like like you just can't accept that that there are people who are different there's not not everyone is is binary yeah yeah Yeah. in all senses of the word Yep. Yeah. Not everybody's mm-hmm. just cishet across the board. Like there's there's right. a whole big world out there and they can't it's accept the Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the big yeah. sticking point for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Why is it always about about that? It's a yeah, very big issue for a, for a community <laughs> that like you know, I don't know, doesn't want people to do it. <laughs> You should talk about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like sex is bad. You shouldn't be doing it. But we're gonna have all of these rules about it, about who can do yeah. it and what way they yeah. can do it. So now we need to talk about them all the <laughs> yes. time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do that. It's just like you know. Don't think about it yeah yeah okay so switching gears a little bit (laughs) absolutely yeah i'm curious to know if there are things that are a big part of your life or that you still believe that you can trace back to how you grew up 
you know, whether or not you still believe in where they came from. Um, I still believe that Lord Zipret is amazing. That's really... <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, the my my immediate um, inclination to say something about like a moral code or morals or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you need religion and spirituality for that. And I think that that's something that can, I didn't have to be raised raised Christian to have a decent moral code. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not sure I have a great moral code right now. But, you know, that might just be me. (laughs) Human. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. process. We grow. (laughs) We try to to get better. Mm -hmm. Um, That's... So there are probably certain habits of like that I fall back into around certain people. Like um, you go to someone's house who's who still does blessing before the meal kind of thing. Like these things mm-hmm. just kind of you know bless us, O Lord, and and whatnot. Uh, they're just they're just there if somebody wants yeah. to. Like I could say a rosary with someone, no problem. I'm sure mm-hmm. I might not know the which mystery we're on or whatever, but I could right. I could run through the rosary with them. Uh, but as far as, at least not consciously, I can't think of any kind of like habit or anything that mm-hmm. I have that goes back because I don't, I don't take daily prayer time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, unless I'm like at my folks' house, I don't pray before meals. Uh, mm-hmm. The one thing right now, I don't follow any kind of particular. Uh, spiritual path or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an atheist. People might call me an agnostic, but I don't think I'm that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably the closest thing that that I could be called. Um, but I think that one of the things that mm-hmm. has stuck with me because of the way I was raised is the fact that I think I need something. Yeah. So uh, whether I want it or not, I, th- I I want it. But I don't know if that's because I think I, I need it, you know, like yeah. being raised yeah. uh, very Catholic and in the Christian community. I think I need to have some sort of spirituality and some yeah. sort of path that I'm following. Um, and only recently have I started to question whether I actually want to do that or if I just yeah. feel if that's just so deeply ingrained in me that I think I need it, you know? Yeah. Because hmm. I go to these cons, uh, the, like the pagan mm-hmm. conventions, that I talk about it, and and, mm-hmm. and like I want to like go and listen to people talk to try to find something that calls to me. Um, mm-hmm. And there are a couple things that I find interesting, but um, I don't know if it's just like like an academic interest or if it's actually yeah. something that's calling to me as like a spiritual path. Um, so that would be one of the few things that's just like kind of really I'm still I'm still struggling with and I'm yeah. not I just I and that's the thing is I don't have any more like answers because I'm still trying to figure that out um, yeah. if I'm if I'm trying to find a path because I want to or because it's just been so deeply instilled in me that I need to have some sort of structural religion spirituality I'm not a religion it's not going to be a religion it'll be some sort of spiritual path <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's deeply relatable. Yeah. And I, li- I like the way that you 
uh, we're able to verbalize it. That's like, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely making I'm me thinking. think. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask, uh, do, if you don't mind me asking, do either of you follow any kind of spiritual path? I don't, um, but I've had similar kind of like searching or, you know, feeling like, I don't know, Buddhism is the kind of the closest I've gotten to being like, okay, most of this lines up, like most of this feels pretty good. But then even that, I think I also feel a resistance to um, attaching myself to any one thing because I'm really scared of that, like closed-mindedness setting in like i want to be open to any of it you know yeah Yeah. and i think like i've liked a lot about you know in i'm in my in finishing my master's in social work right now and there's a lot of talk around ethics and like treating people well and not like taking advantage of them when you're in a position you know there's a lot that i've gotten from just learning in academia about that stuff but then also you know, social work is kind of, I think, kind of unique in that it is really respectful of different spiritual practices, too. And like, with clients, we're taught to just, if they have a spiritual practice, treat that as a strength, because that's great, you know, and like, whatever it is, like, encourage it, because that's awesome that they have it. (laughs) And yeah, I like that kind of mentality of just, I think it's powerful to believe in something and to feel like you have a greater purpose. And yeah, I think I do kind of similar to what you were saying, still feel like that should be one thing. Like, I'm like, but I don't have that. I don't have that thing. And I'm like, but I also do have like goals and ethics and morals. So I don't know why this is like, yeah, such a big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a tough thing to get past or if it has to get past at all. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that's one of those struggles that I'm stuck with. I was looking into druidry, actually. It's yeah. just like, basically, nature, the trees, yeah. dig it. Like it's an actual, <laughs> it's an actual real thing that you can like yeah. look at and touch and feel. And mm-hmm. there's like, that's one of those things. Like it doesn't. There's so many different ways to practice it. You know, like you can do it yeah. by yourself. You can do it with like yeah. it's called a grove, like a group of druids together. And, and there's okay. a lot of different ways to do it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of just try to keep it open. And I will resonate with certain things like Buddhism and Hinduism and Judaism, lots of different religions or spiritual paths. Um, but then, you know, also I feel like meditation and like just mindfulness is my spiritual journey right now. One yeah. thing that I remembered is it's more just like a mantra that has become the spiritual like centerpiece for me, which is. We are not humans having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yes. And yeah, I like that. I like that because it, it feels open. It feels like we are innately spiritual. We are some kind of cosmic spiritual being, I think. And But we are having a human experience. We are here. And like you can connect to your spirituality in whatever way you find as a human. <laughs> yeah. And that's... Yeah, that also goes back to like with being raised as a Christian is there seems to be a lot of denial of that human experience. Um, Yeah. 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 Like you can experience being a human in this little box. You can do these things, but everything, everything you have to do is in service to the Lord and is 
uh, is to get you to heaven. That's that's it. Like yeah. everything you do here is to is is for the end game, um, and everything. Mm-hmm. And so and and in order to do that, you can only live and exist in this little bit of of reality of the world of the universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just such a shame. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, I mean, I guess if you're following that path, then like you think like you your entire yeah. world is filled, and you've got the love mm-hmm. of the Lord and. Um, you know, you've got your 13 kids and, yep. <laughs> you know, what else do you need in this life? Right, so, yeah. 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 And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I try really hard not to try really hard, like, like to not, not be super judgy. Um, mm-hmm. but like having have been a part of that. Yeah. It's personal. Yeah, so yeah, people do it. Yeah. You do what you got to do. Uh, but don't try to tell me what to do. It's really is a big thing. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Another, uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm an alcoholic, right? Uh, okay. I I got sober August twenty fifth, two thousand nine, and that's another thing. Um, AA, they have that whole thing of like having a higher power, and yeah. um, and like. I was away from the church and away from the community and everything. When I got sober, I moved back into my folks house mm-hmm. and they, and I was going to AA. So when I was living with my folks, it was like, I was, I almost almost going back to church and AA have their whole God thing, which isn't necessarily the Christian God, but it's a higher power. And, and they just use the word God in a lot of uh, Christian terminology. Yeah. It's not supposed to be a religious program but a lot of people take it that way and it's easy to take it that way and so Mm -hmm. like i almost kind of got sucked back in like against against Mm. my will because Mm. of it's another like just another way that like christianity is kind of indoctrinated into a lot of different things even where it's like we're not christians we're not a christian organization we just want you to have a higher power but we're gonna call it god and, yeah. and we're gonna use these these like these phrases that have a lot of you know like kind of Christian terminology to them and ideologies, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's really difficult like trying to talk to somebody who's very not Christian, um, yeah, and they want to get sober or something. Like I've had people talk to me about getting sober because they know that I'm sober. Yeah, and and I always I always recommend AA. Uh, mm-hmm. It's because it's just at least a great place to start. It gets you in the yeah. door and it gets you somewhere started. And that's almost always the thing is like, well, I'm not. I don't want to go because I'm not Christian. And I don't know if I'm allowed to go. And it's just like, no. Like they might yeah. say a lot of stuff that sounds like it, but try to get past that. Like use your own. Yeah. yeah. Use your own uh, word for whatever your God is or your higher power. Yeah. Like replace whatever they say with what you would say and and it's just very hard when you have just such like christianity so deeply ingrained in so many aspects of of not the world in our in our country here um it's kind of hard to uh work around it sometimes totally our money god we trust yeah 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 Yeah. it's all it's all there I've, I don't, uh, 
there was a little thing going around like sometime in the last in the last couple few years like people you know make make memes and whatnot I don't know if you are aware of Facebook and memes and all of that. It's a, it's a thing. What? <laughs> what is this? Uh, Maymays. It's Maymays. Yes. Uh, and it was like like uh, Christians complaining about how they were they were like comparing themselves to the Jews in Holocaust. Like they're being persecuted in in the way things are now because you know gay people want to get married so that means that Christians are being persecuted and and it's just like like that's the kind of attitude that, that they have like that that's you think that you are being persecuted the way the Jews were in the Holocaust I yeah. could go into I can walk into Meyer and hear a song on the radio talking about this is God's country or like mm-hmm. God made you perfect just the way you are that is not persecution no like and can certainly relate to a lot of what you're saying and I think like so much of this is it's tricky because like culturally yes the United States is 90% Christian or whatever and it's you see it everywhere you go but then the little sect of it that we grew up in is so specific in so many ways and there's so many little weird quirks to it like Lord's Day bread <laughs> where it's like <laughs> nobody else is gonna get this you know yeah so it's helpful. I think that's also, you know, side note, partly why once you leave and you're out in the world and you see how, I think we're much more tuned in to how pervasive Christian culture is in the United States because we we know all the little ins and outs of it. And so we see them before other people might. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's helpful to talk to somebody who who gets all those things and like has a different way of communicating them. Yeah, it's... Yeah, um, I had another thing. I was gonna like you were saying something. I was like, oh yeah, I got something to say about that or to that, and and that was, I. But then I kept listening. This isn't what I was gonna talk about, but so okay. I'm I'm married, right? Been been married mm-hmm. five years now, and we were together yeah. for a few years before that, and mm-hmm. I talk about community, growing up in the community and the church. Um, she's, she was baptized in the Catholic church, but she wasn't really raised in the Catholic church. Her family, like her older brothers were, they went all the way up to like confirmation and everything, but she didn't get it, but she's been to church enough. She kind of has an idea of the Catholic experience. The community experience, however, is different. And I've like explained it to her and like tried to explain the brotherhood and, and like what that entails and like the whole thing. I mean, like my sister's over in London because she had done uh, a gap year and she met her husband on a gap year at a community in London. And right. so like, like this is how far this goes. Mm-hmm. And um, like throughout the years, I've been like, you know, maybe we should go to a prayer meeting. Like I can take you to a prayer meeting. Yeah. And you can go and just so you can kind of at least get that little bit of experience. Mm-hmm. Haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Probably because I don't really want to go to a prayer meeting. <laughs> but, <laughs> But it's one of those things where it's like I've got this this whole life experience thing that I've tried to explain, and she kind of gets it. Mm-hmm. But I've, like I think that like you, it's really hard to know exactly what it is without having been a part of it, and uh, so like I think about like like should I should I take her to a prayer meeting? Should I you know 
is that is that experience that she really needs? Is that experience mm-hmm. that I really want? You mm-hmm. know? And now now with having a kid, like that's also like if we were a part of community and we had gotten married, we were just having our kid, like we'd be like, you know, we're on the right path, yeah. we're doing the right thing now, yeah. finally, right? Yeah, totally. Um and I'd like that's that kind of goes back to like, do I actually want to do this or is there part of my brain that tells me I need to do this? Like yeah. To have have her like be exposed to that, I will probably never do it, unless it just kind of happens one time, like for over at yeah. my folks' house. They're like, "We're gonna go to a parent meeting." Like, let's go with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I hope they don't hear that because then they'll be like, "That's what we have to do <laughs> that's, every that's Sunday." All, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're gonna be going to church. I'm gonna yeah, yeah. Get well, back that's the thing. The... Yeah, I've thought about that with my partner, Christian, too. I've been like, maybe we should just go to one. Like, maybe you should just see this. And then I'm like, but if I go, you know everyone's going to be like, oh, she's here. <laughs> 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 like, trying to, like, pull me back in. Yeah, like, and I, I just... Uh, yeah. The door's it would open, have to be like dubs. Right, right. It would have to be like, go to a community we've never been to before. Right. Or, or like the know, Saginaw community like or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, it's fine. No, but see, that'll happen. Like, you go there, and, like, somebody will have from Ann Arbor will have married someone from Saginaw. So now they live there, and then it's like, that's just the way it would work. (laughs) You would not believe who we saw. (laughs) So you're back in community now? Right. Yeah, I I was at a wedding um, over the summer. Maybe it was in the Mm -hmm. spring. Doesn't really matter. But they were, like, definitely community people. and the songs that they were playing at the wedding, like they had the, like turned a page or whatever in the songbook. Oh, we've got the songs in the in the pamphlet. Cool. I got it out. I was like, that looks familiar. And they started playing the music and I started singing. I was like, well, I don't need that. I can just sing along. Like, <laughs> like they were playing like old community yeah. songs from my youth. And yeah. like, I got a little, I got a little I like, oh, that nostalgia mm-hmm. just kind of like yeah. really kicked me in the nuts. Yeah, like, totally. yeah, it was very. Like it was like a hey, cool like like all right I remember the song I can sing along and then I was like huh oh, I remember singing this song yeah, yeah. back yeah, in the, the music back always in the days. does that to me I've had that happen sometimes with that like I it was also a wedding that I went to this <laughs> summer and they played some songs and I was like oh and then I told my partner and he's like yeah but do you hear what they're saying <laughs> like are you listening to these words and I was like but it's just so pretty. <laughs> What are the words? I wasn't. I just sang along, and I was like, "This yeah. is beautiful," and I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling something. I yeah, didn't really so, pay yeah. attention to the words, though. Are they like? Yeah, bad? I mean, you are don't have like... to. <laughs> Some of them are nice. Some of them are a little out there. Yeah. yeah. Most of the pretty ones are nice. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if I were to go back to being a Catholic, I'll go like like really really old school like like the kind that like they like flagellate themselves like in the streets like i would just walk down the street like whipping myself (laughs) like decrying my sins that's the way to do it for sure i I think that's really gonna have to (laughs) be like i'll I'll shave my head oh well Uh you know what's left and then I think I can start a trend, like, yeah. like, and oh, then like no. that'll be the next oh, big no. challenge. You can start your own religion. <laughs> you know what? I've thought about that. <laughs> you just gotta find the oh. right thing. Yeah. 
Like, don't don't need to find somebody else's. I'll do my own. Yeah, you got to get that angle. And it's always about the money. Got to get the money. Yes. Can't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been great. Yeah. Yeah. I think you tried to wrap up like half an hour ago too, but and then I kept talking. <laughs> no, because right. no, we always we always want to know if you have more to say. We want to yeah. hear it. So yeah, absolutely. I'm sure if we sat here for long enough, I could come up with lots more to say. But we can maybe <laughs> maybe episode twenty. We can do. We can. Yeah, I'll come, come back. You are very welcome. You know, this has been, this has really been a blessing. Great. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so glad to have another person from Ann Arbor. We've been getting a lot of other communities lately, which is also super fun, but it's, you know, it's represent our hometown. (laughs) Right on. Right on. Catch you guys on the flippity flop. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.